The journey we began years ago mercifully comes to an end with a creepy as hell CGI baby as we review the final film in the Twilight Saga. It's almost impressive how this series has lowered the bar with every single entry, so let's just get this over with. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, and there's nothing more horrific <laughs> than what we were about to do here tonight. I am Peter, I'm joined as always by Tim. You imprinted on my daughter? At least that was a good, that was, that was, a, I understood that reaction though, that was the correct reaction. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, choosing your baby as your future wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah? Yes. <laughs> correct reaction, right? Correct reaction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what, what are we doing, you might be asking? Why are we a serious, you know, thinking man's horror movie podcast? Well respected. Well respected. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Well, some time ago, good good two years, maybe even three years ago now, we started mm-hmm. doing Twilight movies just based on... Uh, <sighs> Well, people donating money, basically, when I stream on Twitch. <laughs> and uh, we avoided them, the final Twilight movie, for a little bit. But we didn't get a chance to do it before Tim went on paternity leave. So it was it was sitting there, lingering like a awful smell. Just, like, it, it, it needed to be done. And mm-hmm. it was time. So it, as a treat to us for this Octoberthon, we're finally <laughs> finished. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's no more Twilight after this. For now. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Do not say that. But yeah, well, so... Well, first you'll get a prequel, then a reboot, and then a legacy sequel, eventually. The sad part is, is I know you're right. There's eventually going to be something. <laughs> There'll be a, some sort of Twilight spin-off or reboot or, or whatever it may be. I forget, whoever owns the copyright is probably... Like every other day, just thinking, like we got this IP. Like there's got to be something we can do with it, right? Like, could we make a, a a streaming TV show or like something like? Well, I mean, technically, I, I've seen like at least a couple of bad pilots for like vampire TV shows in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So other people are trying to cash in on it, for sure. Oh, sure yeah. <laughs> uh, admittedly, that's not really fair. I, I shouldn't say that. Ca- like Twilight's not been relevant for almost a decade. I mean, this movie came mm-hmm. out in 2012. So I don't know if a you know a shitty vampire academy show from like two years ago was trying to cash mm-hmm. in on Twilight, but it's definitely going to appeal to the same audience. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's like still that beloved or anything, but I do feel like, or at least kind of hope, like <laughs> that. Yeah, most of the people that liked it because they were young or whatever now are kind of grown up and saying like, oh, you know what? Um, yeah, there was some kind of weird plot lines in this that uh. <laughs> That don't really fly today. That aren't that great. Oh, we'll get, we'll talk about the creepy plot line. Don't you worry. Yeah, it's probably in a weird place where you imagine that a lot of the fan base of that time period are a good decade older now, and maybe mm-hmm. some of them still have nostalgia for it. But I have to imagine a lot of the people who were fans when they were maybe in their preteens or or even teens, yeah, maybe have really grown away from it and out of it. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not a fandom that like you hear a lot about or whatever. Like I, I still hear people that like Harry Potter or whatever. Yes, you know? yes. But, Harry Potter's yeah. kept some re- even through like bad spinoff movies. Like people still all bought the video game. Like 
you know yeah. it's it's a huge thing at this yeah. point in pop culture twilight was arguably more of a fad yeah but man such a uh like such a big big one though like, oh yeah yeah it was crazy how much it was uh and i mean uh, i don't i don't want to you know spoil anything too far ahead uh thoughts wise but uh-huh my big thing watching this movie was just kind of like how was this ever that popular like, <laughs> you know i yeah i agree with that sentiment i because keep in mind this is the the third book was split in no the fourth book sorry was split in two mm-hmm. this is the fifth movie so mm-hmm. we did breaking down part one i think we did was that last october thon it was sometime it was it sometime right, around yeah. there yeah it's been about a year or so maybe a bit more mm-hmm. and th- like we kind of felt like they just sort of picked a point to like split it in half and the, the ending of the last movie. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll just say there's going to be spoilers. We're not going to do a spoiler free section for this because no one watching <laughs> our show cares if we spoil a Twilight movie. Like, I'm just going to sure. make that assumption. And, and if you do care, then I've warned you we're about to spoil it without caring. You know, I bet if we try really hard, we can make this our shortest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tim. I don't know if I'm, I've got too much integrity as a as a reviewer. Uh, I just want to get it done. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Who, Bella? Uh, I don't know your wife, probably. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah. So I mean, where even begin uh, with this? Uh, did, see the previous movies tim did they have like mm-hmm. these fancy animated like opening titles like this one did that's felt <laughs> new to re- me yeah i don't remember <laughs> with all the snow effects and the words turning from red to white and so on there was a lot a lot of fancy little things going on here uh okay so i just want to say something right so just Go this ahead. just this week at the time of recording right we were recording this mm-hmm. just before october so this is it's still true. september for us uh, it's one I, of the reasons why we want to get it right in because you don't want to sully the good month of October with, with something like this. Yes, Tim sent me a message said, let's get that stupid Twilight movie out of the way so we can watch real <laughs> horror movies in October. Yeah. I believe was the I don't exact phrasing. I show my Octoberthon list and just be like, all right, yeah, so I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Exorcist, uh, you know, House of the Devil, and Twilight, Bring It Down to Part 2. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Twi- Twilight five breaking dawn two <laughs> that's what we're on yeah i so this week i went to see expendables four and okay it was where's this going <laughs> it was uh garbage as tim might say okay from time to time. Uh, but there was something in it that this reminded me of actually was the horrible green screen and cg <sighs> okay i, I so <laughs> This is like my big thing. I mean, I, I want to come back to the Expendables, of course, but I, <laughs> if you wish, my my biggest like I don't know criticism or, or critique of this movie or bewilderment is just I don't I don't understand how this is supposed to be like you know at, at the time that this movie was coming out, this is like one of the biggest, hottest, most popular, you know, like money making franchises or IPs like in the world or whatever. Like it is so popular why the hell does it look this bad like it looks atrocious they, yeah yeah like it is so awful and uh, i mean i don't remember the other one super clearly but like i 
you know, I don't think the other ones look great either, but I don't remember them being this bad. No, that's noticeable. Like, yeah, they were not, I don't think they ever looked good that really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly it feels like they've gotten worse. And this is that, like, it's one thing that the CG wolves and like the, the vampires like moving at super speed, which mm-hmm. by the way was even worse this time. It was like a crappy mm-hmm. effect from the Flash TV show, but even somehow <laughs> more stupid looking. And because yeah. Belle is a vampire now and she's got these powers, there's a whole montage of her running <laughs> through the forest and it looks silly. Now, it's one thing when the wolves and the vampire superpowers and all that shit looks mm-hmm. not good, because at least it is all obviously going to have to be fake. So... Yeah. While I'd complain that the effects could be better because it, they can be better, they can be much better. At least that's one thing. But there's mm-hmm. just random shots in this movie when, for no reason, they're green screened, and I'm like, "Why is the shot of them standing in front of the the main house a green screen shot that's yeah. very obviously green screened when you could have just shot the scene there?" Yeah. Like, did, did the house they use, like, blow down or something? Like, was there some reason that they couldn't just literally just stand in front of it for, like, five minutes and say the dumb lines? Blow down? You mean blow up? Oh, the house can blow down, like, a if a twister oh, came yeah. and blew it down. I, well, I would say I would say blow away rather than blow down. I've just never heard someone say blow down before. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll make t-shirts now blow down no, that sounds dirty if you wear a t-shirt saying blow down it sounds well, like you're giving instructions uh, to someone no 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 people know what we mean <laughs> share, your, sh- share your most memorable blowdown stories in the comments oh no please don't no I don't want a bunch of dodgy oral sex stories in those comments oh that, that's people know that's not what it means <laughs> well I don't know this is all news to me yeah <laughs> thank you for giving us an example which does not fit either description we've been commenting on it's a completely new version of what blowdown means anyway it's one of the most versatile phrases in the English language <laughs> oh is it oh, twister yeah. 2 blowdown hey twister 2 is coming out next year Oh, is it really? It's a real thing, yeah. It's called Twisters. Oh, they're going the aliens. They're going the aliens, right? (laughs) Although I remember there have been multiple Twisters in the first movie as well, to be fair. It doesn't feel like a... (laughs) Yeah. Maybe... uh, Yeah, whatever. I'm sure you'll cover it on the collector's cut. As a matter of fact, it's scheduled for the show, yes. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Is it a horror movie? I don't know. I get, Twisters are pretty scary, but <laughs> I mean, I'll let David take that one. <laughs> it, it's thrilling in a sort of action sense, but I wouldn't call it a horror mm-hmm. movie, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, which, by the way, probably has better <laughs> visual effects, despite the fact that it's like 1996, than this oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, quite astonishing just how bad this movie looks at times. And then like, there's an entire third mm-hmm. act which takes place in this big field in the snow and that's mm-hmm. all green screened like you know the backgrounds just constantly look fake and separate from the actors mm-hmm. it just it looks ter- it looks like some sort of direct to tv movie that just it happens really to have yeah. some oddly like recognizable people and i mean rami malek from mr robots in this yeah. one <laughs> uh bunk yep. from the wire shows up for a small scene mm. you know the whole thing and then that's on top of all the other people that show up you know that we already know about yeah. So, I don't know. It's wild. I just, I hope <laughs> these actors got a decent payday. 
Uh, and sure. maybe that's why the effects are so bad is because the actors cost so much money there was no money for effects well I mean the one thing I was like kind of thinking about was like if they well two things I was thinking about one is I, I wondered if like it's so insanely popular that if they're just like you know we can just make this super cheap and crappy and people are going to see it anyway like why go the extra mile when obviously like everyone's already on board to see it you know or it, it, you it, know, it, at least the fans are it does feel um, like a conscious decision where, like, the audience that Twilight has probably cares less because it's not, mm-hmm. like, movie nerds, really, who are going to see yeah. Twilight. <laughs> and on top of that, you've already got them hooked in because the end of the story, they're all going to go see it to see the ending. That Yeah. You know, basically, it's kind of a bait and switch. <laughs> we already convinced you to see this one with the previous four movies, so mm-hmm. we can just be as cheap as we want with this one. And, like, tough, we already got your money. Like, who yeah. cares at this point? So... <laughs> Then yeah. The other idea I possibly had, and this like kind of feeds into like, like some of the plot stuff, is that I wonder if the the author, who's it, Stephanie Meyer, is that the she is the culprit? Yes. <laughs> uh, I wonder if she had some type of deal where she had like final sl- say, or she got to like, you know, make sure certain stuff was included. Because <laughs> you know, there's like a lot of stuff like plot wise that I'm like, all right, why didn't they just like kind of cut this out or just you know, smidge it up a little bit and kind of make it something different so it's just not as weird or dumb. And then I was kind of wondering if they're like, I don't know, if she had some say and it was like, no, this had to be included or whatever. Or if they're just, you know, know, so devoted to the books that they're like, yeah, we don't need to change anything. Because, I mean, like Lord of the Rings, you know, changes stuff. Like, even like good books, like, you know, you should, you know, be able to fiddle with it if you're, you know, transferring it to another medium to, you know, make it as, you know, good as it can be. But I mean, Jacob definitely agrees you should be able to fiddle with it. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, now what's funny is i don't know the answer to that question but what's interesting about you asking me that is that i know that the franchise that came from this which was 50 shades of gray which started out as twilight <laughs> fan fiction i know that the movies for that the author wasn't happy that the director that made some choices in the first movie and like oh. took more control for the sequels so oh. it's not unheard of but i don't know if stephanie meyer had that yeah. pull necessarily when when they were making this yeah but i mean knows? maybe she didn't maybe they were just like they read the book and was like you know what? it's perfect we don't need to make any changes like <laughs> has anyone ever read twilight breaking down and went it's perfect <laughs> yeah. just slaps it down on the table that's it now it's perfect <laughs> so this is this is a movie very much of three acts to me because act mm-hmm. one of this movie i do think is hilarious i think the first like okay. half hour of this is genuinely really funny. Not intentionally. Like, it's not intentionally funny. Let me be that clear. It's so yeah. bad that it's hilarious. And then there's a there's a turning point, and then it gets so boring. And it's mm-hmm. just a montage of, like, collecting other vampires to help fight a war. And it's just yeah. repetitive. And it's like, what's happening? What's happening? And then the third act is just this big fight in the snow, which is just full of bad CG. And we'll, we'll talk about all the specifics as we go through it. But that, to me, that's the breakdown of this movie. I thought I was in for a good, bad movie time for the first mm-hmm. half hour because Bella, like, smelling stuff for the first time, having weird superpowers, uh, the visual effect of her, like, climbing up, like, the cliff. Uh, <laughs> like, all of that stuff was hilarious. I wanted to see her eat someone. <laughs> <laughs> and even the idea that uh, Jacob, because he's not happy that they're going to move, because, oh, well, since Bella's a vampire and we're going to, like, tell everyone she's she's dead, we're going to, like, fake her death. 
and well it's not really fake because she's kind of dead i suppose in a way but you know what i mean uh, <laughs> yeah. uh so they're going to tell her dad that she's dead and jacob's like no, that's mm-hmm. bullshit and to be fair i agree with jacob this is bullshit why does charlie deserve to think that his daughter's dead and mm-hmm. instead she's yeah. had she's got the life she wanted i mean it may not be exactly what he mm-hmm. wants for her but she, he should know she's happy and see his granddaughter and shit and <laughs> jacob goes to charlie Bella's dad and just starts taking his clothes off and and Charlie's like Jacob what are you doing put your clothes back on and he's like I know this seems weird uh Mr uh Swan and he's like Charlie what are you doing and then he just then there's an awful visual effect of him turning into a big wolf in front of him and Charlie damn near shits himself and what really was weird to me so then he brings Charlie to the house right is that it's very unclear how much he's actually told them about what Bella actually is. Because right. <laughs> Charlie asks, are you going to turn into an animal as well? And she's like, no, it's not like that. And Bella keeps <laughs> saying things like, look, I can't tell you anything. It's too dangerous for you. To which I say, why? Why is it too dangerous for him to know? <laughs> but yes. she's like, can you just accept that you can't know, but trust me to know that it's okay and that I'm happy? And I'm like, I don't know, Bella. You have lied to this man so much. <laughs> you're physically changed and you're going to be immortal now and he doesn't get to know that just that actually does feel like bullshit it feels it feels selfish to me i mean she's always been selfish when it comes to her dad but this felt especially selfish well i i mean especially too with the fact that like the father seems like the one good person like (laughs) yes in this world like the everything that he's had to put up with and he is still like so loving and caring and but not like you know pushy and overbearing like he still knows how to give space and like respect and stuff and like he gets none of that in return he's trying his best honestly the best thing this movie does is give him a happy ending because he's found a new girlfriend and i damn Mm -hmm. near cheers like oh good for you charlie you found a milf like good for you charlie you deserve it you deserve happiness charlie away from that horrible daughter of yours Uh, of course you know she's probably going to turn out to be a mummy or something like (laughs) well yeah because this universe is full of all these (laughs) mythological beings okay tim we have to talk about the baby's face oh dear lord (laughs) (laughs) for some reason they made a choice to digitally and this is a movie with bad visual effects Mm -hmm. they made a choice to instead of just having a baby they wanted the baby to look like the actress who was going to play Re- Renesmee, that's the daughter's name, mm-hmm. when she's a little bit older. Because we she can gr- talk about that for like half an hour too. Yeah, she grows up really fast apparently, because uh, mm-hmm. she's like a 10-year-old by the time the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like a month has passed, maybe, if that, I don't know. <coughs> so mm-hmm. they made the choice to digitally put like the other actress's face onto the baby's face or like a slightly altered <laughs> version of it. And every time you look at this baby, it is creepy as shit. And mm-hmm. I laugh. One of the things that made me laugh the most in this whole movie, actually, is that when Bella meets her baby, because she's been like in a coma for like two days since she became a vampire. Mm-hmm. And when she sees her baby for the first time and Edward's looking at both of them, Edward says, she's got your eyes. And it, cut, it cuts to a shot of the baby, and these are the scariest dead <laughs> black eyes that I have ever seen. It was so horrifying, and it made me laugh so much that they cut to like this horrible face right after he said, she's got your eyes. I'm like, damn, Bella, slap him for that. She's ugly. Mm-hmm. Now, what's so funny about this, and I, I don't know if you know this or not, but the this was actually like... 
the second thing that they've had to do, because uh, my wife was showing me this, I guess originally they had used like a puppet for oh, really? the baby. Yeah, I don't know. If you want to do like a quick Google, like I don't know, Twilight original baby puppet or whatever, like this thing might actually be even more disturbing than what we ended up getting, which is like, you know, kind of hard to do. <laughs> Holy shit, I've seen a photo. <laughs> This is what uh, Megan should have looked like this. That struck fear in the hearts of criminals. <laughs> this is wild. So, oh, this is this makes a lot of sense actually. So the reason why they did this horrible CG effect is to cover up the fact that what they used on the scene was horrible. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> like they they didn't even try to do something that's like. Like, the, the thing they came up with is still bad. Like they... Do you know what's so funny about it, though? Is I'm sure this is from a later scene. It's not the first scene of the mm -hmm. baby, but it looks mm -hmm. like this baby has the same hair as the older version. Mm. Yeah. Which is weird, because it's a <laughs> relatively newborn baby. It shouldn't have long hair, but... You know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Maybe it's just from a later scene, and, you know, that's just the, the photo we have of it is from that moment. But Unless they want to go into some bullshit about how, like, oh, well, you know, the, the baby half vampire grows out grows so fast blah, blah blah i don't know anyway so but the reason why like one of the big <sighs> things that was making me laugh a lot was when everyone's sitting around awkwardly around bella <laughs> and they're all shit we need to tell her about this whole jacob thing and it's really she's like tell me what what's going on and everyone's like uh you know it's just a thing and you know <laughs> he's got he's, he's a wolf and all that and jacob's like Bella, you know I don't have a choice when this happens. And she's like, "What?" And then like, you know, she starts yelling at him and storms out the house and like throws him against the ground and is like, "You imprinted on my baby." <laughs> and this is when Jacob decides to like sort of reveal that he's given her a nickname already. He calls her Nessie. To which Bella responds with the apparently infamous line, <laughs> "You nickname my baby after the Loch Ness monster." So, did I miss something or? Why does he call her Nessie? Because, uh, so her name is, uh, I've forgotten already. Uh, Renesme. Renesme. So <laughs> Nez is in the middle. So Nessie is in the middle of that kind of. It's very, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess when, when they spell it out or whatever, but whenever they say Renesme, like it never, like I never hear Ness in there. Yeah, no, nor do I. Um, it, it, but it, you know, it's totally fine to combine names. Like, there's some names that like really flow really well together. But Renesmee is so bad and like clunky, and they say it so often. It's so dumb. I hate it. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah that scene had me cackling with laughter. You know, if they combined our names, it'd be Teeter. That's not too bad. Or Pem. <laughs> yeah, it's not not horrible. Yeah. Well, teeter's obviously it's spelled different, but teeter is a word. Like if you're yeah. teetering on the edge, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was cackling at this. This was so funny to me. Like it felt like uh, like it's not intentionally funny, but mm -hmm. it almost felt like it was edited to be as funny as possible, and that's why I was laughing <laughs> yeah. so hard. Uh, so this is all funny stuff, um, but unfortunately. Once we start getting into the backstory stuff and we start getting like, okay, why why Maggie Grace from Lost and Taken has like run away when she sees the kid to tell the vampire Illuminati, you know, Michael Sheen and all that. Because uh, she thinks they've got an immortal child, which is basically a kid that's been turned into a vampire. But that's against the rules. That's a big no-no. 
because kid vampires mm-hmm. haven't matured and they'll be a kid forever and they can't keep they, they can't basically keep the secret that they're vampires in the world because they'll just mm-hmm. start killing because they're kids they, they don't know any better so we get this insane flashback uh <laughs> where this kid's eventually thrown mm-hmm. into the fire but not before the vampire who sired him is mm-hmm. like has her arms ripped out and her head's popped off but mm-hmm. every time you watch one of these tim i forget that these vampires don't bleed and have flesh that rips apart. They pop apart like they're action figures. Like, like you're pulling the arms out of an action figure. Yeah. That's what yes. it looks and sounds like. And I, 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 so that was funny. But after this flashback, the movie gets so boring. Yeah, yeah. This is the turning point. This is where it just becomes about them. Like, well, what can we do? Well, the bad guys are going to come for us. Well, is there anything we can do? Oh, maybe we can go around and convince all of her vampire family and friends around the world that she's not mm-hmm. an immortal baby and she's actually a weird miracle baby because she was half human, half vampire or some <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this stuff sucked. Uh, it was boring. And I don't know if a lot of these characters we've met before, but like, I, I don't know if you have this problem, but I, I cannot keep any characters outside of like, you know, the main core cast. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, Oh, like even I think we met this guy in a previous one. I was like, Oh, and, and like, we're all just supposed to know the powers they have. Like a lot of the time I feel like I'm just like, Oh, kind, what can that person do? Well, they like, kind of, no, I feel like most of these characters they go and meet are new. Cause I mean, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Most of Edward's family, like I, I can remember the, what the parents look like, but all the other ones, mm-hmm. like they could be brand new every time. And I wouldn't have noticed, but yeah. The all the ones that go around and collect though, I think they're all new because we definitely didn't have someone okay. with ele- electricity powers before. That is definitely new. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, Bella's got a power as well that's unique to her. She has, you know, how when you're playing an RPG time and you've got a party <laughs> and you've got that one character who can do a protective like spell <laughs> where they, <laughs> they give you like a shield to resist the damage. That's what yes. Bella has. So there's lots of scenes in this movie of Bella like having a force field come out from her to a person <laughs> and then that protects the person from the pain they're getting from someone else which ends up being really useful mm. during the big battle scenes later on so mm. that's the thing but this this takes so long though because they go around and establish all of, all of Michael Sheen's like henchmen like Dakota Fanning and mm. all them we get like a montage of like them showing off their powers so we know that okay she does the weird like pain with her mind thing her brother I think that's who he is mm. anyway has the shadow powers that will turn you blind if you're consumed by the shadows mm-hmm. and stuff like it's, it sets up all these things and then mm-hmm. it has to set up rami malek's like a like a water fire airbender he can <laughs> manipulate the elements or shit mm-hmm. <laughs> we have this woman with electricity powers who zaps people with her finger and all this mm-hmm. is like if you were going to build some sort of weird vampire avengers in your like last story <laughs> why weren't these all like properly introduced like over the course of the movies or something this yeah. is this feels so weird and just out of nowhere to me yeah i mean you know structure wise it's 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 just bad storytelling like you don't want to introduce like this many characters especially characters that uh ultimately um you know don't do anything <laughs> like you know uh you don't want to introduce them to like this late in your franchise they're bodies for the fight. That's really mm-hmm. all they are. A fight that, you know, doesn't even happen. 
Okay. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing like finding out your entire third act fight scene is just a vision, and then they decide, you know what, this is a bad idea, let's just all agree to peacefully go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an exciting resolution to uh, this uh, four-film series. Five-film series, Tim. Oh, five, excuse me. <laughs> It's really five. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You, 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 in your head, like I, I did this as I was watching it. You think of it as a trilogy where the last one was split in two, mm. but it's not. It was a quadrilogy where the last one was split in two. <laughs> so yeah, this is the fifth movie. They really milked this oh. uh, as much as they could. Now, uh, going back to something you said, um, one thing that you know, such a missed opportunity is uh, the the whole vampires don't bleed and, and stuff because. Let's let's be honest. This movie has a lot of decapitations. Like oh, tons. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the most in film history, but it's probably up there <laughs> with like in, in terms of how many people get their heads ripped off, which should be a very fun and exciting thing. If there was like any gore or mm. if it felt visceral at all, but like uh, you said, well, yeah, I will say there is one that was really funny to me. Other than the first one, the flashback, the first mm-hmm. big one that starts the big battle off which is the whole moment's really funny because like, I, I was bored for like 40 minutes by this point mm-hmm. but then at the start of this battle Michael Sheen and then the, the Cullen family dad uh, they both jump into the air like superheroes it looks terrible <laughs> it's really funny looking it's just really <laughs> silly like why are we doing this big superhero style fight and mm-hmm. felt even the way they're all lined up is like endgame practically uh, <laughs> but they, they fly each other in the air and then when you don't really see what happens and when the bad guy lands like the camera goes down and you see he's holding the head of the family of like the head of the Edwards family. And then, so that, that was funny to me, but then what set it over the edge was Michael Sheen's shit eating grin. The yes. way he was smiling at the camera <laughs> so funny. as he was holding this head. I think he's yeah. terrible in this movie, right? And don't get me wrong. I'm not mm. saying he's a bad actor. Most people oh. don't come out looking good in this, but I think mm. he's especially bad in this. And that, yeah. yeah, that made me laugh so much. Just on the decapitations mm-hmm. while you were bringing them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, to, mm-hmm. to be fair, though, I, I do find his character, um, you know, pretty entertaining because he is, he's, he definitely feels like he's chewing the scenery. Uh, but oh, yeah. he's at, at least it makes it more fun than a lot of the other characters. That he, just he's went like, back to the yeah. buffet table for seconds and thirds <laughs> with a <the> scenery. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's a good contrast, though, to everyone that, like, you know, like Bella and you know Edward, they're just they're just so dull, and everything is just kind of you know talking like this. Just, oh, you know, okay. Really I've, so there's two big things from the first chunk of the movie I, I still want to talk about. One mm-hmm. is that for four movies, Tim, right, and increasingly mm-hmm. so in each movie, right, up until the last one where it was really heavy. Edward, every single time Bella said, "Please make me a vampire." Edward every time said, no, it can't be. I will not do it. I can never do it. You shall never become a vampire. It can't be. Now that she actually is a vampire, the second he sees her using her powers, he's got this big grin in his face. He's like, oh my God, this is amazing. She's sharing. <laughs> she can now share all the things with me that I can do. Like, mm-hmm. And he does it every time when she's running fast, when she's jumping up the cliff, when she jumps off the cliff. Like, every mm-hmm. single time, he's smelling like, oh my god, she's in my cool club now. This is, like, my <laughs> dream come true. Except for the entire film franchise, he's been saying, no, I can't do it. I mustn't make you a vampire. <laughs> and I'm like, this seems, like, perfect to you now. Like, why were you fighting this the entire time? Well, I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's probably, like, 
an analogy for premarital sex or something. Like, <laughs> now, that, now that they're married, it's okay for her to be a vampire. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what, Tim? I actually think you're almost exactly right. That, that is the sad part of that statement. Because um, I, I was thinking of going in the last movie when they had sex for the first time, uh, yeah. which after Edward awkwardly avoided it for like ages, and mm-hmm. the bed just completely like, breaks down because uh, he's he's screwing her that hard. I was thinking, mm-hmm. wait a minute, if they've both got like super strength now, like sure they're going to have to get like a steel reinforced bed that's like bolted oh, yeah. to the ground and stuff <laughs> because like, there's no way like with both of them having that strength. Because that's one of the other things that he likes is she grabs him and like throws him mm-hmm. down and he's like, oh, oh yes, step on me, <laughs> mummy. Well, <laughs> well, remember, I think it was the first one where this is probably one of the dumbest things from the whole franchise but um <laughs> that same song about... time at this point <laughs> but do you remember that dumb little thing where they're like oh like we can only play like they can only play baseball when it is uh there's a storm out because the you know the hitting the ball is so loud that like you know people have to think it's thunder or whatever like do you remember that i mean i didn't but it's ringing a bell now that you're yeah. <laughs> bringing it to my attention well, I I mean, I just, I think, like, if, you know, if they have to do that with baseball, like, they probably have to do something similar with sex, right? Like, they can probably <laughs> only have it, like, you know, either, yeah, when there's a big storm or, you know, if they're next to an IMAX theater playing Oppenheimer or something, like, you know, because <laughs> it's, like, so loud. I don't know. They, I love how uh, you pronounce Oppenheimer. You say Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Like, like you're open a hammer. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so I don't, I'm, I'm waiting to know how to properly pronounce it when uh, Christopher Nolan tells me. <laughs> oh, they never brought up, you know, Oppenheimer in, in school, Tim? That, never, that subject no. never came up? No, I never got that far. I think we made it up to, like, the... <laughs> mm, just about the, 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 the start of the 1900s, and then I graduated, so... <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, so, yeah, so the other thing I want to talk about from early on in the movie, mm-hmm. we kind of already brought it up. We brought Bella's reaction to the imprinting thing, right? Yes. But we have to talk about how, from that point on, like, Jacob's still hanging about, and I'm like, so, like, <laughs> it would still be creepy if you said, okay, I'm marking her as my future wife, but then you mm-hmm. left for 18 years and came back. Like, that'd still be weird, don't get me wrong. Sure. But he's hanging about her, like, her entire childhood. In fact, there's a scene, you know, like, half an hour in or whatever, where mm-hmm. Bella takes Renesme to her dad's, and this is where we see Charlie's got a new girlfriend, <laughs> and they're there for Christmas. It's Christmas. So they do a whole, like, oh, it's time to open presents, right? Mm-hmm. And Jacob's sitting next to her, and she's, like, a seven-year-old girl now at this point, and he's, like, sitting mm-hmm. next to her on the floor, and he's like, hey, Renesme, I got you a present. And she opens a present, and it's a bracelet, and I'm like, this is creepy as shit. This is like straight up grooming. It's so goddamn gross. And I don't know. It's insane to me that like, you know, this series was still a thing after this came out. Like, it feels like, you know, like usually you cancel a person, like not a book, but I feel like <laughs> these books should have been canceled. Like after that's what's so line. weird about this. Usually when something like this is in a story, it usually makes you look at the, like the author or the like whoever wrote mm-hmm. it and say hey that guy must have some creepy values if he's feeling that way <laughs> right but like as far as i know stephanie meyer is well i mean nothing about her strikes mm-hmm. me as 
being okay with a man being predatory with a younger girl i don't know it, just, it feels weird like uh, it's uh it's it's so bad uh and i mean it, it's not like the first thing in the series to do this like there's like if you look at the series as a whole there's so many like bad like again it just baffles me because it's supposed to be like you know this great romantic thing that like you know millions and billions of people like latched onto or whatever but when you really step back and look at it it's like every and, and you know not just this in party in, in in printing part but like you know so much about the movie is just like weird and gross and like you know even you know early on just like the you know relationship between bella and edward is like you know he's how old and you know picking up a high school chick and oh like, yeah yeah know, the fact he looks the same age is irrelevant. He is much, much, much older. And that's something that you deal with in other vampire fiction. You know, Buffy, the yeah. television show, even has that going mm -hmm. for it, where you have to kind of question that a little bit. And even yeah. that part of that's dated a touch. Um, so yeah. it, it is kind of wild. And I'm sure I said this on like one of the last couple of reviews that we did of these, but mm -hmm. I really have to emphasize as much, especially now that we're at the end, is that Bella does not have an arc over the course of this franchise. She That's true. just wants something in the first movie, which is to she falls in love with Edward and she wants to be a mm -hmm. vampire and spend her life with him. And she nags and says she wants that. Mm -hmm. In the second movie, she wants that. In the third movie, she mm -hmm. wants it and gets what she wants, basically, in the fourth movie. Mm -hmm. And then in this movie, it's just a plot about f fighting the guys that have been technically been the bad guys the whole franchise. But to be honest, mm -hmm. the whole thing's been kind of underwhelming on that front. They've always been kind of an afterthought. So, mm -hmm. unsurprisingly, the, the eventual fight and, well, erasure of that fight, effectively, mm -hmm. is not that climactic. It feels kind of like, yeah. well, this was just so we had a big fight at the end. Uh, yeah. You can definitely see how this movie and the last movie could have been fit into one, like, two-hour movie without really <laughs> losing anything of super value. Yeah. Well, well you know, like, uh, all the... I wonder if, they, like, the thinking was, like... Yeah, you know, uh, people kind of think this is a, sort of a chick flick, uh, but, you know, if we have this really, like, badass fight scene, like, the guys are going to want to see it, too. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it just, you know, like, a story is a character learning something and changing mm -hmm. because of what they learn. And mm -hmm. I've said this before for sure, that Bella, it feels like the lesson she's supposed to learn is that the romance she has when she's a teenager, ultimately she's going to look back on it and say, that was a learning experience, but it wasn't... Like, the jump to <laughs> this is the, the romance that I'll spend the rest of my life with is a... Night, not, not that it never happens. Childhood <laughs> sweethearts can stay together. It can happen. Sure. But the idea that she immediately, very quickly, just wants that permanent thing. She wants the permanent marriage. <laughs> and all this series does is give her what she wants eventually after <laughs> withholding it which is kind of what makes it effectively porn like not sex porn <laughs> but it, it's like that's what porn is porn is not a story porn is just here's here it is for the gratification mm -hmm. of the fantasy of being a part of it and that's what you this know, kind of is you know what it kind of feels like is like very like uptight christian porn like it's like, <laughs> like it seems like this is like kind of like what like a you know very religious person like what their kind of ideal fantasy would be it's like well you meet the person uh that you love mm. uh you know when you're 17 in high school and then you wait until you're married but of course you get married right away and then you have sex and you have a kid right away right after that um yeah it's yeah, like cool. obviously <laughs> i don't imagine ultra religious people would like everything that's in here but yeah the, the whole <laughs> absence like analogy definitely feels like it would fit with yeah a religious 
conflict thing. If if it wasn't for the fact that the writer clearly likes the idea of a dominant man, like you know, <laughs> taking charge and all that, like, yeah. it it would feel even more Christian, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I yeah, it just it baffles me. And but for the record, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of this in the sense that that's okay. Porn is porn, and if this was just something trashy that people said, hey, I like this because it's a dumb fantasy and I'm into it, that's mm -hmm. fine. But they are pretending to be movies. The books were supposed <laughs> to be actual books and they're supposed yeah. to be art. And art, even bad art, is supposed to try and achieve certain things and this just this doesn't. It's just wish fulfillment the entire time. And mm -hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey is the exact same thing. So, you know, it's the fantasy of falling for the rich man and then all these things happen. And all the, all the crisis that came up to sort of give the movie plot is just mm -hmm. random events to give it more things to happen. Um, even more so in Fifty Shades of Grey, at least here they kind of seeded the villains, quote-unquote, throughout, mm -hmm. but it is, it is very, it's all very thin, for sure. So, yeah, yeah it's all a bunch of dumb stuff. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what do, what do we talk about now? The, the, do we talk about the fight? Is there, is there anything else in the first half that you uh, feel like you want to talk about? <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> not Actually, really. this goes with the wish fulfillment thing, is that not only is Bella now a vampire, she's a super vampire, because she's beaten the big strong one at arm wrestling. Like, now, oh, yeah. it's not just that she's a vampire, now she's an exceptional vampire. Yeah. Yeah. She's a total Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not the point I was making, I was, I was more <laughs> going for the, just... No, I, yeah, it's, it, it's weird because... The like, because I, I, I think like you know they all have their like you're saying like their superpowers or special gifts or whatever, and I think that guy's power is literally supposed to be that he's like incredibly strong. But if he can be beat by this like you know person that doesn't have you know they have vampire strength but not super strength, and they like just turned like a few days ago, like it, it does seem weird. <laughs> yeah, it, basically I'd compare it. So I, yeah, I wasn't going for a Mary Sue thing. I was going more for like <laughs> Tommy Wiseau in the room how he wrote his own oh, character sure, yeah. to be the best at everything. Oh, oh absolutely, I, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a great guy. I am loving boyfriend. I, everyone else is... You're my favorite customer. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is the problem. Everyone else is making his life worse. You know, it's hmm. some... You know, he's supposed to get a promotion at the bank, and it's, he's he's earned it, but he doesn't get it. You know, mm -hmm. he, he's got the girlfriend, but it's the girlfriend who's cheating on him, so she ruins his life. <laughs> the best friend ruins his life. Everyone around him ruins mm -hmm. his life, but he's perfect, you know? Um, same with Neil Breen. He's the best at everything in his movies. You know, he can hack any satellite and the governments don't dare touch him because he's got secret bioweapons buried in every continent in the planet. <laughs> uh, you bring up a good point and now I can't stop thinking about, uh, you know, how better this movie would have been if, uh, <laughs> even though he, even though he's a good actor, if, if uh, Michael Sheen, if his character was played by Tommy Wiseau, I think oh. that would have put this movie over the top. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it, do you know what then it would have been straight up hardcore porn <laughs> it would have been the best porn ever um yeah um I'll give the movie the tiniest bit of credit <laughs> for something um <clears throat> the I do think there is something that's kind of intriguing or funny with the idea of um, like vampire children, like being this abomination that like can't stop acting like children, but are also like bloodthirsty, like vampires. Like to me, that is a funny, interesting concept. Um, cause I feel like 
so many times like the cliche is you know you get um a child who is turned into a vampire but they're very like you know they're they're old and wise beyond their years you know like um yeah uh, like kirsten dunst in a interview with a vampire or something um even though i mean sometimes like yeah she acts like a little you know, like fusses or something like a kid, but you know, there's like this kind of sense that they're like, oh, you know, like a tiny adult a lot of the times. Uh, but the idea of just like, especially you know, someone who has kids and who can, yeah, just imagine, <laughs> you know, uh, my two year old running around with vampire powers. Uh, I I think that's like a a very, you know, an idea that had potential. But I mean, of course, you know, this movie doesn't really do anything with it. I mean, the flashback was kind of funny, but, um. Yeah, but I mean, I'll give a little credit for him. like that. That that I was like, maybe one of the few times in the series, I was like, yo, that's kind of an interesting idea. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. But sorry, we have to cut to a shot where Jacob and Wolf forms looking lovingly at a nine-year-old girl that he's Ugh. going to marry. <laughs> and of course, at the end of the movie, Alice, who gets the visions of the future, shows Edward a vision of the future where mm-hmm. him and Bella are visiting Renesmee and Jacob, who are now a couple, and it's like, mm-hmm. this is so creepy. And actually, so there's a point they bring up later, right, where mm-hmm. part of how they convince them not to start the fight is mm-hmm. that Alice, after she, after we get like this, and it's like a 20-minute sequence of all this big fight, like mm-hmm. the ground rips open at one point, there's so much CG, people are getting their heads ripped off left and right, so many of them are dying, and mm-hmm. at the end, it's like, oh, no, no, that was all a vision. Alice was showing this to the bad guys, to show Mm -hmm. this is how it'll turn out. We're all going to die. Not just our side, your side's going to die. This is why Mm -hmm. we shouldn't let this turn into a fight. But then she's like, I found another half-human, half-vampire in the forest (laughs) of Brazil or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he comes out and he's like, yeah, I've been alive for so long. I I can feed on both blood and regular, you know, food. Um, I can can live on either. And they're asking these questions. Mm -hmm. And the thing that really stuck out to to me was to say, wait a minute, like, when, how, when did you mature to, like, adult size? Like, when did you stop growing? Because uh, he didn't, because he did oh, stop yeah. growing, right? And he's like, oh, <laughs> I was fully matured after seven years. And immediately the question that came into my head was, does Jacob make his move when she's technically an adult because she's fully matured physically? Or <laughs> does he wait till she's actually 18? And the question I have this because because... Even if she's fully grown physically mm. in seven years, that's still a seven-year-old, you know? I mean, I, I think we both know the answer to that question. Uh, oh, it's absolutely, you know, this... yeah, absolutely. He hits it as quickly as he can. I know, I know that's the answer, Tim, because he's a little pervert. He's a little pedophile. I'm going to say it. And... You know what's so funny uh, about this, too, is I kept expecting him to, like, you know, trying to justify it and be like, like, I kept expecting him to say something like, oh, well, like, it's not a sexual thing. I just like, you know, I'm, I feel like a father figure to her or like, I'm going to be like her guardian, her protector. But like, no, it like, it totally is a sexual thing. <laughs> like, they, they, they don't even try to hide it or anything. Like, he's literally like, so should I call you dad? It's like, gross. Like, oh, I would kill him. If- yeah, he says that to Edward. <laughs> yeah, he says to Edward, should I start calling you dad? And yeah, well, Edward should be ripping his head off the second he said that. <laughs> She's still a little kid. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, I, I don't know. I, I wish they really would have played up this angle more. Like, they constantly should be, like, bickering and fighting. Like, oh, oh, yeah, like yeah. Like, they should be livid at them. And honestly, they mm-hmm. almost brought an interesting idea because it, mm-hmm. it felt like Bella, for a split second when she was angry and yelling at him, 
was mm-hmm. getting like trying to make the point that how dare you sort of like assume mm-hmm. that she has no choice about who she's with when she comes of age so you know like mm-hmm. this idea that she is bound to you and like, you're her mm-hmm. only option now when she grows up like there's almost something interesting about bella mm-hmm. fighting for the for her daughter's right to know no, she can fall sure, in love yeah. with whoever she wants when she grows up but the movie yeah. never really like it barely mentions that at all never mind explores oh, no. it <laughs> especially coming from bella it's actually quite interesting mm-hmm. from her given that she just kind of settled on the first guy she fell for yeah <laughs> but you know i uh, yeah anyway what you said to us <laughs> no no i mean i i, I agree with that and uh i don't know yeah yeah like if you just stand back for like you know sometimes like there's movies with like themes or whatever that maybe might not be so obvious and until you like really sit down and think hard about it but it's like this like just stand back for one second and like think what the movie is saying like it's saying like no it's okay for this grown man to like be into this young girl and like get her gifts and stuff and like and he's not a bad guy he can't help it like you know it's you know it's part of his nature like the things it's saying is just so gross and then i don't know it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't like you know for years that this book was touted as being like one of the best romance things like out there and i don't know how else you could read it like that what, what you specifically just said there that he says things along the lines of, I can't mm-hmm. help it, it's just natural and part of, like, you know, <laughs> who I am. Like, I can just mm-hmm. imagine a, a man saying, oh, no, it's like, you know, I have these urges, I'm a man. And, like, you know, you mm-hmm. can imagine that being the argument. I don't know how you take this as an analogy for anything other than that. Like, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's baffling. To, like, everything else, like, the idea of, like, them not liking the fact that there's a mixed species kid who's half vampire mm-hmm. half human oh you could take that as an analogy for a mixed race child and you know like mm-hmm. the idea that oh the, the two quote-unquote you know groups of people will go you know, go to war and it'll just get mm-hmm. the hatred will get everyone killed you know you, you could say that that's an analogy for that to some extent you could say sure. <laughs> lots of things right i'm not saying the movie's doing a lot with it but <laughs> you, you could at least give it that mm-hmm. but that's like I don't know how to read this Jacob imprinting shit other than just mm-hmm. it's grooming and he's <laughs> saying he has no control over it to absolve him of blame. And frankly, like, and the sad part <laughs> is, is that when Bella goes and like, so Alice like leaves a clue for her, which leads mm-hmm. her to go to this guy who's got a package for Alice. So Bella goes and picks it up and it turns out to be passports for Renesmee and Jacob <laughs> so that they can go and be like go go into hiding together somewhere else and i'm like wait a minute alice's plan here seemingly at this point in the movie is that to protect renesmee from the vampire community is that she'll go and live with the man who is grooming her and they'll be alone <laughs> together and mm. then there'll be a couple later on when she's old enough like yeah. and for some reason at this point like the narration which by the way Bella like casually drops in and out narrating this movie especially in the <laughs> middle because there's so much exposition to give she has to narrate otherwise we wouldn't know what the hell was going on mm-hmm. this is basically the point where Bella goes in her narration you know at this point I could see what Alice's plan w- was and you know maybe it does have to be that way and I'm like no no <laughs> like under no circumstance are you qu- this quickly mm-hmm. going yeah you know what she should be alone with jacob for years mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. no 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 <laughs> no disgusting <laughs> it's it, yeah this this entire plot line mm-hmm. is one of the most blatantly just tone deaf and immaturely 
written things I think I've seen in like a major like I I mm-hmm. expect this shit from something that you know like a the, the room has this specifically but something of that caliber something that you know has been a low budget passion project for a nutcase those mm-hmm. are the movies I expect to have insane mm-hmm. basically offensive plots like this mm-hmm. instead though this is in a major movie released by was it Lionsgate or so, whoever made this like Lionsgate we expect better from you <laughs> they also did Expendables actually I don't know if it was Lionsgate I think I might be making that up who, who, who did this was it Paramount no no I don't know no, it wasn't Paramount uh A24 <laughs> there definitely wasn't A24 you take that back mm-hmm. um got Summit Entertainment okay so it was a okay. smaller one <laughs> Summit Entertainment Distributor, oh, Lionsgate distributed it, so I wasn't crazy. I did see a Lionsgate logo. Okay, okay. right. So they, they had a hand in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, one thing I, I do want to go back to is you're talking about the, you know, that, that other half, uh, human half vampire person they bring up. Um, I thought it was really funny when, the, you know, they ask him, like, so, like, you know, do you drink blood or do you eat human food? And he says, well, I can survive on both. So like my first reaction was like, we should probably go with food then. Like, yeah, it seems yeah, like an easier thing to get. Yeah, doesn't cause like, as yeah. much harm to someone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know why that just really cracked me up. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, I can be evil and kill people, or you know, just savagely rip animals apart and drink their blood, or I could just you know go to McDonald's and get a burger. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, the, like clearly these, like him and this woman that he's with, look like they're in a tribe that live in a jungle yeah, or something somewhere. You know, they were going for kind of that vibe. So uh, mm-hmm. then again, McDonald's is everywhere these days. So maybe there's a McDonald's next to the tents. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe um, McDonald's itself is a tent. <laughs> Just a big tent I, with the M on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could possibly be an interesting take. Uh, though, it, you know, if you wanted to keep this Jacob uh, storyline in, um, you know, every movie kind of has to have like a, an antagonist in it and like, you know, some type of fight and stuff. And this one ends up, you know, being kind of dumb and pointless, but like, what if you make like Jacob, the ultimate vi- like villain of the movie, like he imprints and then like, he's still doing his like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, me and your daughter, like in seven years, when she's all <laughs> grown up. Like what, what if you make that like, you know, them being like, no, like, screw you. Like, you can't have our daughter. And then like, well, I'm sorry, but you can't help it. And then like, there, there becomes like a big showdown between like the wolves and the vampires. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I Ma- making more... Jacob the villain of this movie based on what he's doing to the daughter mm-hmm. does actually make a whole lot of sense. But yeah. <laughs> uh, instead, during the big battle, before it turns out to be a, a, a vision, uh, it's I mean, it's like a, you might as well just call it a dream sequence like yeah. it's <laughs> uh, Renesme is riding on Jacob's back when he's in wolf mm-hmm. form which obviously looked terrible and I, I, I really yeah. can't emphasize enough like how many shots in this movie e- even like when we get the ending which is Bella and Edward <laughs> sitting in the, the flower field that they've been in in the first movie uh, <laughs> or maybe it was a set I don't know whatever movie it was but it was, I think it was very proposed uh, <laughs> but the you know, they're having a heart-to-heart and she has another superpower which is to show him like memories and she has a line where she says 
now you know that no one's ever loved anyone as much as I love you. And I'm like, F you. <laughs> the hubris, the ego on you to think that no one has ever felt as much as you do is just sheer Ugh. sloppy, shitty, melodramatic writing. And mm. this entire scene looked terrible because for some reason this was all green screened as well. They're like, like mm. this movie looks terrible constantly. It is yeah. almost like remarkable how bad it looks. And what's so funny is all on the montage where they're going around the world getting different people, which is like a section in the middle. Like so mm. much of it takes place at the Cullen's house, Bella's dad's mm-hmm. house, and then like the field in the forest. Like mm-hmm. that—that that is the locations that we spend in this movie mm-hmm. yeah uh one of my one of the worst scenes of the movie is there's a campfire scene uh before like the, the night before the battle where they're all like, all the vampires have recruited they're all telling stories about their best kills and stuff and like there's mm-hmm. the, there's the pair who are like super transylvania sounding and mm-hmm. there's ryan malek and the one he's with and there's like uh, lee pace is there mm-hmm. because he's a vampire uh, there's another guy who's kind of like got a southern accent who's got blonde hair like there's a whole and they're just like telling these stories and it's just all painful this is like this is where i was really bored was this kind of stuff because it was like we're spending time with all these characters you've introduced so many of them and it's mm-hmm. it's just a list of people to put mm-hmm. into the fight there's no story really being told with any of them so i don't know not at all uh, <clears throat> and then, like, the weird thing is, is, like, it feels like it's so many people, but then when it comes time to fight, it also feels, like, really small, because it feels like it should be this giant epic, like, army versus army, but then it's, like, when you're in that big snow field and you can kind of, like, see everyone, it feels like, oh, that's only, like, what, <laughs> 15 people each, maybe, yeah. like... Yeah, can I also point out, like, this is a lot of noise, it's a lot of fighting. Like, what if there was a guy walking his dog in the forest, like, just over, oh, sure. like, and just yeah. casually walked out in the middle of this big battle and saw people <laughs> flying through the air at each other and just backed mm-hmm. away slowly into the tree line, like like Homer Simpson, <laughs> just being like, well, uh, there's some sort of war happening in the field. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll call that in. I don't know. It, just, it feels like I know they're in kind of in the middle of nowhere here, but it just kind of feels like this is such a big thing that's going down. The idea that a human could like be in a, a plane and look down or could be nearby randomly on a hike or something. Yeah. Just like you you could be caught doing this. And mm-hmm. the bad guys are like so much like, oh, we have to keep our, our, you know, our, our life as vampires a secret kind of thing. Like that's, that's their yeah. whole thing. So, um, you know, it, just a. Uh, you know, throw something <laughs> positive out there. Uh, you know, it, it's so refreshing. You know, if you think about stuff that's actually good. Uh, you know, thinking about the what we do in the shadows, like the TV show specifically. Like, um, so many ideas that are in here that they just do like so much better. Just like you know, like the idea of like you know vampiric councils and mm. yeah, like yeah, what you do if someone finds out. Uh, you know, if you're a vampire and uh, you know. <laughs> And Joe's you know really weird. That is a sitcom on FX has better visual effects than this movie. Oh, I mean, it it looks so much better than this. That's insane. <laughs> it, it, it's it really wild. Uh, I mean, I I don't know if I've got much left to say, Tim. I think um, I'm scraping the barrel now. Is there anything we've, we've not talked about that you'd like to get off your chest? I mean... 
I, I think I mentioned it in the other reviews, but I, I hate, 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 hate the designs of the werewolves. Um, I think obviously mm. the CG is really bad, but um, it, I do hate whenever a werewolf is just depicted as being just like a really big wolf. Like that's not that's not interesting to me. It's just mm. like you just took a thing that exists in real life and made it bigger. Yeah, you don't you want know? just a big wolf. And you don't want a wolf man. You want something that's in between <laughs> the two. You want a yeah. a perfect 50-50 hybrid of, of man and wolf. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, uh, you know, that didn't do much for me. Um, the, uh, it, it is weird how like, I don't know, the, the vampiric Illuminati or whatever, how they are like, so, I mean, I don't know if this is like a metaphor or analogy for anything, but like, uh, it is weird how like, they're so against this thing, even though like, they don't really know anything about the like, oh, like you're half, oh, well, that's a, that's a, that's a weird thing. So, so what, so what's that like, like, like they've in their however many years of being vampires, I've never come across that. Oh, yeah, that was another bit overacting from Sheen actually is uh, when he's seeing because basically when he first shows up and they have this sort of standoff and Edward goes up and lets Michael Sheen like sort of like read his mind to see what's been happening um, when he touches him and he's like you don't see the, the what he's seeing you just see his face he does like almost like an orgasm face where he's like yeah. oh, 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 oh. Like, he's, he's really interested in hearing about how this daughter came to be mm-hmm. uh he's i don't know it's just Do you think he was like showing them like when they had sex like <laughs> yeah, he's, maybe, yeah. <laughs> he's like ah edward you naughty boy i see why you like that human yes yes did he like he does uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i think he does say something kind of weird like like oh Bella, like you know, you know, living up to your name, uh, you know, being as beautiful as ever, like something like that. Like I don't know, um, <laughs> she's the Bella of the ball. <laughs> uh, so I will say, I, I don't like. What do you think about the fight scene? Because I feel like it should be more fun than it was. Like at, at first, at the beginning, I was like, okay, like this is gonna get crazy, and it might be kind of cool to see, like you know, people getting their heads ripped off, like mm. a, a whole bunch. But I don't know. I guess maybe because of the lack of gore or whatever, it just feels like yeah, very lifeless and and stuff. Yeah, I think part of it as well is just because everything looks so badly green screened, everything feels very compartment yeah compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, <laughs> where it just kind of feels like we're just going to different pockets to see fights playing out, but it's such a dull location. It's the same problem I have. Obviously, it overall looks better because it's a Marvel movie. Although, to be honest, their effects have not been great these last few years either. Uh, But, you know, the the, the airport fight in Civil War, I actually, like, Mm -hmm. one of my big complaints of that movie is that they picked this dull, grey, just flat surface to have this fight, Mm -hmm. and it's just boring. And same thing here, like, there's, there's no geography to speak of where you can see, oh, like, because of these like landmarks in the location, you can tell like how far away they are from each other. Um, let's say Bella gets in trouble and like Edward has to go to help her, or vice versa. You understand mm-hmm. how far away they are from each other, so you understand the tension and like how long it will take to get there. You know things like that. Mm-hmm. Geography is so important in a fight scene, in action mm-hmm. in general. And there's no geography here really, because once they start mm-hmm. fighting, it's just a big plain white square of land, and they're mm-hmm. all just fighting. Uh, yeah. You know, so it 
Um, and I think the opposite of that, though, and when it does work, is something like Braveheart, where you literally have so many extras that it feels like a sea of people, and you like you're in yeah. the mix, and it works better in that that context. But I think you know, it just like, yeah. Uh, so pretty sure. Uh, There's a couple of funny yeah. moments where they do rip off a head or or something, but for the most part, just just yeah. kind of really bad looking. <clears throat> I was in. I was semi looking forward to it because that's like one thing I had heard about the movies before. Is like, I think I heard people say like, "Oh yeah, like the last one gets really violent and the people are just like tearing each other's heads off and stuff," which you know sounds good in theory, but then yeah, when you watch it, just it yeah, apparently really live up to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently, not having blood, even though you're doing decapitations, is enough to get a PG thirteen. Like the blood apparently makes a difference. Well, I mean. Yeah, I I mean that that doesn't surprise me. Like, cause, uh, I mean it, it looks bad, but it is still incredibly violent. <laughs> like, it is still people ripping off the, you know each other's heads. No, no, I mean no. You, you misunderstand. I'm saying that beheading like this, mm-hmm. I would expect an R rating, and simply by oh, removing oh, the oh. blood, it's instantly a PG thirteen. I'm saying oh, it's went down. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant like it was going from PG to PG thirteen, but no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense too. Yeah, yeah, they're all PG thirteen, I think. But uh, it, it just it, st- it stuck out to me because I was like, well, I guess just not having blood instantly makes this more kiddie friendly by <laughs> yeah. the standards of the MPA, um, <laughs> especially you know it's like like oh no, the Jacob plotline that's fine for a thirteen year old, but <laughs> yes, uh, but blood, oh blood, oh. oof, no, I can't have that. Can't have any blood. At least give them some like weird like sparkle liquid, you know, inside their bodies or something like. <laughs> oh, ima- it, it, imagine it dry. Uh, dry ima- decapitation is never good. Imagine if glitter came out when they got their heads ripped off, <laughs> or or like glittery gel, you know, like gel yeah. pen stuff, like just bleh, and that's all. Yeah, it's all shiny. That would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I'd be into it. It's kind of like, I don't know if Especially saw... if they're like screaming as it's like pouring down their face. Like... <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw Kingsman. Now, it wasn't the people's blood, but like mm-hmm. the explosives they had like in their necks or around their heads or whatever it was mm-hmm. blew up into like a sort of colorful rainbow of dust. So mm-hmm. you had all these decapitations at the end where all these people's heads were just bursting into like colors. And oh. it, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was almost like a really inventive way again to like not mm-hmm. get the R rating because it's like, okay, Heads are exploding technically, but yeah. it looks so cartoony because of all the colors. That... The, yeah, my my uh, frame of reference was, um, which I, I forget, you might have seen it, but uh, I think it was the, the Japanese movie, Why Don't You Play in Hell, where there's a scene where uh, there's like this big Yakuza fight, and I think like someone just took like a whole bunch of drugs or whatever, so like they're kind of hallucinating, so like they're watching the fight, and as like you know they're like slicing people with swords and stuff like instead of blood like rainbows <laughs> are coming out um i have seen which, it it's been a while though yeah. so i don't really remember it very well but that, that is sounding kind of familiar now you're saying yeah. that <laughs> it was a funny funny scene funny idea and visually it looked uh cool but yeah i mean this movie doesn't do anything interesting like that nope, nope. it's almost uh, like because you can kind of see how, if this was all one movie, that, okay, the honeymoon leading to the baby, leading to the vampire turn, uh, maybe, I, I don't know if that would be the, the end of Act 1 or the end of Act 2. Probably Act 2, because it's when we're at the most dangerous. Like, this does almost feel like a third act that was stretched out to be a whole movie. And mm-hmm. obviously they padded it out as best they could. 
and yeah, does the benefits of that are giving us more time to just see Bella like learn to use her powers and shit. But I mean, admittedly though, how 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 much more rushed would all these vampires they assemble feel if this was only the mm-hmm. like the last third of the previous movie? It would probably feel like mm-hmm. super rushed. So I don't know. But at the same time, it feels like almost nothing happens because it's just it's like Bella's dealing with having powers, assembling the vampire army, fight a race fight. Oh. We're all friends now, except ex- except <laughs> that one uh, blonde-haired vampire on the villain side who's really upset they're not still fighting. Mm-hmm. All on him, but they're all like, "Yeah, let's just go home." It's like, "Whoa, we're not gonna fight." It's like, "Why? We just literally saw that we'll all die." <laughs> like, <who cares? laughs> yeah. But, so, but yeah, it it does feel so anticlimactic. It's just like, "Oh wow." Um, all right. Well, I guess we won't do that. So, uh, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. Let's do it, Tim. This rate <laughs> Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two. What are you giving it? Um, I mean, it's definitely not a good movie. Um, I can't remember what I gave the other ones. I think they're all pretty low. The, I, you know, if I have to compare it to the other ones, I, I guess like one thing I will say is like. Um, I, I do agree the, the middle was boring, but the, I, I probably found this one a little more entertaining than probably most of them just because, yeah, there were a few moments here and there that, you know, were so dumb or goofy that they were funny. Like, you know, the, the ones you pointed out, um, and then like, um, I, I can tell you your ratings for the other ones if you want. Oh, sure. <laughs> the last one you gave a two, mm-hmm. Eclipse, you gave a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I need to find the other ones. Where are they? I'll control F. Let's just make it easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll all be in here, but at least uh <laughs> oh the, the first one you give uh the second one you give it to. <laughs> and the first one you gave a four. Oh, you were being very generous with that first oh. one. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, uh, the, I believe the first one I was more operating under the assumption that while I didn't particularly like the movies, they're, you know, they're not really for us, which I don't, <laughs> I, I, I kind of stand by, but then after having to watch five of them, <laughs> especially <laughs> like they get like, you know, worse and worse and worse, it's. It gets harder to justify that. Um, it's easy to watch one, one movie and be like, well, it's not for me. I mean, whatever, if people like it. But then to have to sit through five of them, um, especially as they get more ridiculous and whatever, it, it, you know, it's hard to justify that. But um, yeah, so so most mostly twos uh, across the board. But uh, I'll give this one a slight bump. I guess I'll give 2.5. Uh, I, I do think there was some more interesting stuff and some more goofy, funny stuff that at least made it a bit more interesting than the other ones although my memory of the other ones isn't great yeah but, um i, I mean it's still not great it, and i do feel like this was one of the worst looking of the ones but i i don't know how the hell that happened yeah but, I, like yeah. they've been looking bad for a while i think this was the worst looking one i think <laughs> i want to say the last one was actually maybe a little bit funnier for longer just because of the whole mm-hmm. honeymoon where he was avoiding having sex i remember that being funny sure uh i remember eclipse having some funny stuff with the tent and all that so but i don't remember if they were more mm-hmm. consistent or not truth yeah. is they're all probably quite spotty 
So I'm just going to play it safe and just give this a two. Uh, <laughs> I'm tempted to even go a bit lower because of how bad this one looks, but I mean, I think two covers it pretty sufficiently. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, two out of ten. It's for an average between us of 2.25 out of ten. Very good. Wowza. That's, yeah, that's your Twilight. And Tim, we are done. It's finished. Yay. There is no more Twilight, unless they reboot it or something, in which case we'll mm. have to probably suffer it. But for now, we are finished. Let's get on to an actual good five-part vampire series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, I've not to say what order these are going out in yet. So <laughs> I, I could put what you're referencing, because we've already recorded an episode for a movie, that I could put directly after this, based on what you just said. <laughs> it works, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if people uh, want to see the real lo- uh, love story between oh uh, god, no. a mortal woman who. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but <laughs> yeah, I'll just say this, folks: it's not good, but still better than Twilight. <laughs> still a better love story than Twilight, to use the old meme. Um. All right, well, there you go. Um, as of October 3rd, we're doing as many episodes as possible. I don't know how many it's going to be overall. It's actually very hard to schedule when to put the first few out because I don't know what pacing should be because I don't know how many we're going to have all in. Uh, but I reckon you're probably getting about three a week, give or take. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully you're enjoying October 3rd. Uh, there was a couple of quirky picks recently, but I'm going to force Tim to do some serious ones soon so that we actually have some big movies. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I just want to say, you know, to the if, you know, if, if these Twilight reviews have taught us anything, it's that, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll pretty much review anything if you throw Pete enough money. So that's true. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what else is there. Like the uh, well, like Sisterhood you... of the Traveling Pants. Like, <laughs> no, 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 it has to be a horror. It still has to be a horror movie. Come on, Tom. okay. Come on, no, that's not. Let's not talk nonsense. Uh, so that is that. Is that. Uh, so yeah, obviously, I mean, the, the bonuses on Patreon had been paused while Tim was on paternity leave, <laughs> but the bonus episodes, and there may be more than one for this month, <laughs> are back, and even more streams, which is the $5 tier and up bonus show where we just talk about the different horror movies we've been watching throughout <laughs> the, the month. Plus, um, Tim has been doing a quiz, which he'll, um, maybe he'll still do when we come back. If not, I, I do have an idea for a segment. Uh, to replace okay. it if, if need be um or maybe mm-hmm. even complement it uh either way but uh, <laughs> even more screws will be back in november so the bonus stuff will uh be back and also there's bonuses for the other stuff uh like the collector's cut uh so if all that sounds interesting and bit more importantly if you want to support the content and keep the show coming head over to patreon.com tv and support us over there uh but that is the show so thank you very much for joining us it's finally over. Twilight is complete. So keep watching proper scary movies and we will see you next time.